Welcome to Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, a luxury interior designer and construction expert. Educated at the New York School of Interior Design and employed by AD Top 100 firms, I have created a niche expertise in managing large-scale construction projects from renovations to new builds over the past three decades. Today, I'm on a mission to instill confidence in designers through this podcast and my online course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. Whether you are new to construction management or a seasoned designer like me, I am all about transparency and tactical advice for fellow designers. On this podcast, I share actionable steps, practical tips, real-life examples, and behind-the-scenes tricks that I use while managing construction projects. Not only will they keep them on schedule and on budget, but will give you the confidence to know that these projects will end successfully, protecting your profit as well as leading to a pipeline full of incredible referrals. If you've been searching for support and advice on construction management to grow your skills and confidence so you can avoid the mistakes that I've made in the past, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I want to thank each of you for being a part of this community. Your listens, subscribes, and reviews are what allows me to make this show great week after week. I've got lots of plans for growing this podcast, and that's enabled by you. Make sure to follow the podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a thing. If you enjoy this episode, spread the word. Leave a review and tell your interior design friends how much they can learn from this show. I send out a weekly newsletter to those on my email list. It's called From the Job Site and covers a wide range of topics. But this past Friday's newsletter really hit a nerve. And while I do hear occasionally from people who hit reply and add in their own personal experiences, I have never received so many responses as I did with this email. So I knew that this was a topic that we must discuss on a deeper level. So today we're going to talk about work-life balance. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Every Friday, I send a newsletter called From the Job Site to those on my email list covering a wide range of topics about construction management. And that can be everything from a best practice to an issue I've heard or had myself or am going through myself to mindset, finances, and building a stronger business. Because those topics all play into the success you will have managing construction projects for your clients. So this past Friday, I sent an email all about work-life balance. And one of the reasons it came this past week was because I have been feeling a little overwhelmed with the holidays right around the corner, several projects finishing all at the same time, and I noticed my work-life balance was even more out of whack than it normally is. And so I wanted to acknowledge that, to let others know that work-life balance, at least for me, has been very challenging. And I was flooded with emails from designers who had read the newsletter. Now, a lot were simply, great to hear this. Thanks for sharing. I needed to hear this today. But there were countless stories of what other designers are going through. And it pained me to read them because frankly, 
I have gone through all of the phases that they were describing. And so it became obvious that this was a topic we needed to talk about on this podcast because we can go into deeper detail. I can share my personal experiences in the hopes of giving each designer listening an understanding that they are not alone and they're not doing anything wrong. So the story I shared that prompted this in the newsletter was several years ago. I think it was at least five or six years ago. And I was attending a run walk with my daughter at her school. It was a beautiful day. You know, you go out on the track and the kids run around and the moms walk slowly. Obviously, we're not going to run. And I had scheduled it into my day because it was important to me to do this type of activities. And frankly, one of the reasons I work for myself so that I can do that. So I was enjoying myself and catching up with some of the moms. And this woman came kind of running up to me. She's like, Renee, Renee, Renee. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I've been meaning to call you. Now, I'm not going to lie. I hear that quite a bit. And typically, it leads into, I need free design help. Or if they know that I manage construction, it's, I've run into a construction issue. Or let me tell you how awful this contractor is, right? I mean, typically, those are the scenarios people approach me with. And so, yeah, I may or may not have already had my guard up with my standard, oh, wow, I'm so sorry to hear that, or, you know, that sort of one-off answer that that will move the conversation away from that and perhaps back to our children or the beautiful day or fall or what have you. This one was different. This woman wanted to pick my brain about, quote, how I had achieved work-life balance because she had taken a leave of absence when her children were younger and was about to go back into the workforce. Now, I got to be honest, and again, it was not my finest moment, but she caught me so off guard. I mean, remember, I was expecting her to ask for free advice or just to bitch and moan about something. And I did not expect hearing that she thinks I have cracked the code in work-life balance. And I laughed out loud. And I mean, really, it was it was visceral. I just simply burst out laughing. And this woman's face just dropped. It, it broke my heart because it was not intended to upset her or make her depressed. It was simply ridiculous to me that I was presenting to the world that I had perfected or was managing well work-life balance because it couldn't have been further from the truth. So I did compose myself. I apologized. I said, tell me more about it. And I made sure that I impressed upon her that I have not achieved good work-life balance and that at any given moment, something is falling through the cracks. Now, I'm not telling you all this today to make you feel depressed, like, oh, crap. So things will fall through the cracks. I am simply sharing my experiences and the experiences I've been hearing from other designers. And that's what I want to tackle today. So a little context, if you are new here, I believe I've spoken about this in the past, is I worked in Manhattan for just about 10 years in AD 100 firms. We worked at a feverish pace and I was climbing the ladders in the firms I worked in. The projects were large, the budgets were huge, the timelines were tight. And working in the city, for those of you listening, working in the cities, I had no idea until I left the city how much more complicated it is to work in a city when you don't have a car and a trunk and a front door. 
right? We're talking apartment buildings, taxi cabs, subways. It's a nightmare. So anyway, while I was doing that, I frankly put my personal life somewhat on hold. I had a great group of friends. I dated some, but really my focus was 100% on my career. Now, for reasons I've gotten into before, and I'm happy to share it again, I just don't want to take up time on this show to explain, I left New York before I had planned to. And so I ended up back in my home state of Delaware at the age of 30, single as the day is long, but with a really great career. However, that great career had been in New York. So I was rebuilding, and I have spoken about that in recent episodes. So I was rebuilding from the ground up because outside of New York City, I was an anomaly in the interior design industry. I wasn't just a decorator. The second component is I looked around and saw my contemporaries, people I'd grown up with, were all married with kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I had attended most of their weddings, and so, of course, I knew they were married, But being around them, socializing with them, or trying to socialize with them when they're going on playdates and jimboree adventures was really challenging. So as it turns out, I got married at the age of 35. Now, ultimately, I'm very glad that I waited. I kissed a lot of frogs along the way and found my prince. But I found my prince much later than my contemporaries and friends. And so when I started having children, I had a solid career because at that point I had built up my expertise in Delaware. And when I had children, I knew I wanted to keep it both. I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to keep my thriving career going. And I couldn't have been more naive. Let me repeat, I couldn't have been more naive thinking I could have it all. And don't get me wrong, I tried. I tried a lot of different ways. And I repeatedly failed. If I gave more to my work, I felt that my children and husband suffered. If I gave more to my children and my husband, my work suffered. And on and on. And yes, I am a very slow learner. And I hit my head against the wall a gazillion times until I finally, I basically broke. I got very sick when my youngest was in preschool. And I was forced to take a step back with my business. Now, I would imagine this woman who had stopped me on that run that day knew none of this because I didn't share. It's not something you go, hey, my name's Renee. Did I tell you that I failed at work-life balance, got myself really sick, and was actually blessed to be healthy on the other end of it? But the reality is my attempt to, quote, have it all made me tremendously sick. And it wasn't until I took the time to step back, evaluate what truly was important to me and built my health back up that I became, quote, successful. But don't read successful into work-life balance perfectionism, because again, that just doesn't happen. And it took me all that time to come to terms with that. So fast forward, because my children are older and preschool was a while ago, I didn't have social media at that time, didn't exist, frankly. And it worries me tremendously because I fall into the same traps that I see other designers who are looking at the polished social media of other designers, people they look up to, people they may read about in design magazines, people they see on TV. 
but that's all it is, is polished. I can promise you, because I worked for firms that are published, that you would know because of their status in our industry. And behind the scenes, it is the least polished thing you've ever seen. And do you know why? Because they're human. And so, of course, they're not going to publish a photo that looks like chaos. They're not going to publish their worst day, nor would you. They're going to publish things that make them look good and make people want to hire them. They will post things that will make people want to be around them. But it is simply a polished nanosecond in life and has nothing, nothing to do with how they're managing their work and their life. So the goal for this podcast, which by the way, just hit the three-year anniversary last week, was to demystify construction management for all the interior designers currently on projects or want to be on projects. What I didn't realize and what I should have realized sooner is I also need to demystify what people are seeing on social media. Because of course, when I see it and I see my old employers and I look at them and I think, wow, they are still hitting home runs. How incredible for them. But then I think, wonder whatever happened with that situation or wonder if they ever survived dealing with that person because I know enough of their backstories to know that they deal with the same things we deal with. They're just not going to share it, nor should they, frankly. And so this podcast started for homeowners. And I know I've said that before, and I will continue saying that because I felt that was the missing link, that if more homeowners understood construction, they would understand the need for the expertise that we offer as interior designers. And so when I pivoted to only speaking to interior designers, and yes, I know there are people who are not interior designers listening. And honestly, I just heard recently that there are some male GCs listening, which I think, by the way, is fantastic because both homeowners and GCs can learn how an interior designer can add value to a project. But I'm also hearing a lot of designers feeling very insecure, second-guessing their work, thinking they're not worthy of being wherever they are in their career, wondering if they're in over their heads. And I think a lot of that comes down to this work-life balance. They just don't feel like they're succeeding the way they anticipated succeeding. And so my hope is in sharing this, yes, I succeed. And yes, I fail. And I don't see that stopping. My goal for every year is to succeed more than I fail. And frankly, that's what I want for each of you. Because if your goals are too lofty, you'll never hit them. And you will always feel lesser than you should. So this episode is coming out a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And I thought this was an important one because I'm hoping you will take some time off over the holidays whether that's to spend time with family or whether that's simply to spend time not with clients because we all need that. So you may be scrambling the first couple of days of the week, but please promise me you will put boundaries up, carve out time for yourself and take a break from the work. You've heard me say it before. My father famously asked me when I came home depleted, 
from New York to spend a long weekend with them simply to sleep, frankly. And he said, how can you be creative when you're this worn out? Newsflash, you can't. And whether you are managing a construction project or whether you are selecting furniture, there is creativity involved in all of it. And so your mental health, your personal health has to take precedent over the work. Learn from my mistakes. I would never wish on anyone what I went through for two years. And thankfully, it is a distant memory now. But it's not so dim that I don't think of it when I see myself taking on too much. So the good news is the woman that came up to me at school, she did go back to work. She did follow up and say, you're right. I don't have a great work-life balance figured out yet, but it doesn't scare me as much because you told me you didn't either. (laughs) Can you believe that? I was like, oh, okay, there's a compliment in there somewhere. Yeah, I kind of knew where she was coming from, but it's true. I have a much better work-life balance now than I ever have before, but I have no goals of perfecting it because that will never happen in my experience. So if you're listening, you're like, Renee, I got it all worked out. Please email me. I'm always looking for ideas. And trust me, I've taken all the time management courses. I've read the books, all of the habit stacking, everything you can imagine. I have tried. And some work and some just don't. And maybe it's just because they don't work for me. But I will continue to try to perfect that. And the ways in which I get better are through my systems, are through understanding the skills that I need on doing the research in the areas that I'm not as strong in so that my time is better served now in order to save me time in the future. So as I mentioned, this month marks the third anniversary of this podcast. And if you had told me three years ago or hell, two years ago or one year ago that this would be my 150th episode, I would have laughed out loud. I would have said, no way. I would have run out of ideas by now. There's not enough to talk about. Construction projects aren't that interesting. Who wants to listen to this? Everybody knows what's going on. They don't need any of this. And because of you, because of this insanely cool community that we've built, I've been able to make it to year three, and I have no intention of stopping here. Because I find fulfillment in sharing this information, in hearing from each of you. And I always love sharing the story that a designer emailed me. And the only thing she wrote was, you said you'd hit reply and answer back. I'm just testing. Really, there was nothing else in it. No question, no content, no background. So of course I hit reply and I'm like, I'm here. I'm not a bot. I am alive. What's going on? And we had a great conversation about a situation she was dealing with. And so please trust me. I am here. I do respond to emails and I am here to help. So to that end, I want you to understand that work-life balance is possible, but not perfected. And there will be days, weeks, or months where nothing is going right. And I'm here to say, I think that's normal. I think that's to be expected. I think there's ways you can help yourself. And I'm happy to give you some ideas based on the circumstances you're dealing with. But just knowing that this can be normal and that it doesn't last forever, I hope helps. And so if you are struggling with the steps, 
with the stages of construction, the course I built, the Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management, is the tool you need. And inside, there is a community of like-minded designers all working to the same goal of being more successful on job sites. And I'm excited to share that we are introducing a new way to communicate with each other inside the course. What I have found by listening to the members in the course is in addition to the modules, lessons, downloads, templates, all of that, it's the community and the ability to talk to other designers managing construction projects and bouncing ideas off each other. And we are going to make that even more accessible for the members inside the course and even more dynamic. I'm so excited to start in on that. And if you want more information, you must be on our email list because that is how we're going to communicate it to those inside the course, as well as to the designers who want to join the course. So it's easy to get on the email list. You jump on my website and sign up for the newsletter. I promise I won't spam you. Frankly, I don't have time to spam you. But each week we send out a podcast email and a Friday email covering a wide range of topics, including the one that became this podcast episode. So if you want more information about the course, that too you can find on my website, devinyedesign.com under designer resources. And if you're already on the email list, you will hear about this amazing new component to the course that I know will be critically important to your success managing construction projects. And so lastly, I want to remind everyone that right now I am offering free 20-minute calls if you will rate and review the podcast. We have a love-hate relationship with algorithms, but the reality is the more reviews there are in the podcast, the more attention the podcast gets. And my goal is to reach as many interior designers as possible looking for construction management help. So all you have to do is rate and review the show, take a screenshot of it and email it to me. And I will send you a link to set up a 20 minute call with me. No topics are off limits. I've already talked to so many designers and we cover important topics to them and they leave with actionable steps and answers that they can implement that day. I love getting to know so many designers around the world and I want to continue to offer this opportunity for now. So don't hesitate, take me up on it and let's get on a call. And until then, I want to tell you how thankful I am for each of you listening, how humbled I am that this podcast is meaningful. I have an incredible support staff that makes me look good and polished, even though I sit in my son's bedroom recording on a laptop, staring at football paraphernalia and Lego projects. You'd never know it because behind the scenes, I have people that make it look like I am in some fancy recording studio, but I'm not. Nor do I plan on changing that because this helps my work-life balance to be able to record across the hall from my office. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday. I insist that you take some time off for yourself, recharge, come back rejuvenated and ready to tackle your projects. Until then, I thank you for your time today 
and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening, and I hope you heard something that you can apply to a project today. If you're ready to increase your construction projects in your business, check out the details on my signature course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. It's a six-part digital course that will save you a three-year learning curve, get you profitable, bring in an income and lifestyle that makes sense for you by learning the top strategies, what works and what doesn't, building your confidence so you're no longer paddling to stay afloat or worse, learning how to manage construction on a client's project. Through the course, I'm handing over 30 years of top strategies and advice. Head to my website, devinyedesign.com, for more details on the Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management and become educated and empowered for your next construction project.